0: In this episode, I give my final thoughts on the F-Series. Good evening and welcome to The Chase Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra B., and I am a licensed clinical social worker with a passion for working with couples. The Chase Lounge was created to have open and honest dialogue about all things affecting relationships. Through our discussion, you will learn tips and develop skills to create, improve, and sustain your relationship. Thank you for joining the conversation. Good evening and welcome to the Chase Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra B. And I am wrapping up the F-Series with my final thoughts. And so it's been an amazing journey, actually. Um, I've had five interviews with five fabulous female social workers, black female social workers that are phenomenal at what they do. These women are amazing and they have the ability to really get at what's going on with relationships and and, and clearly with their clients, those that are still working with clients. Um, But I just wanted to kind of give you some of my final thoughts as well as wrap up um, what we've talked about during the series let's look at, let's start from the beginning with foundation. When we talked with Chandra and we talked about what are the keys to creating and sustaining a healthy foundation. And one of the things that she talked about was quality conversation. And when we think about it, that is so vital to the survival um, or the sustainability of our um, relationships. And so we have to have to have those quality conversations because what those quality conversations allows us to do is to pull back the layers, right? So that when we get to fidelity, we know what that is. We know how to be loyal. We know how to have integrity. We know how to be honest. We know how to be what our partner needs us to be. So that there's no infidelity, but without those quality conversations, we can't do that. And so it's really important how these interviews have built upon each other to the final um, finale, Re- really, um, with Emily wrapping it up in terms of what love really is, right? But going, let's let's rewind a little bit and let's talk about that quality conversation and one of the things she said too along with that was that you had to have in long suffering to be able to endure things and oh my goodness that is so important when we talk about sustaining a relationship so if the first sign of trouble you you packing up and running then you know we're never going to get to that 50 year mark we're never going to get to that 75 year anniversary. We're not going to get there because if you're running at the first sign of trouble, what are we doing here? Really? What are we doing here? The other thing is about being vulnerable and self-aware. And if you paid attention during this F series, you realize that all of these ladies, these wonderful phenomenal ladies talked about the ability to be for um, vulnerable to be authentic, to be who you are in the presence of your partner. How important is that? You know, to have that conversation, to be able to say, Hey, I need you to touch me like this when we talked about fucking and fighting. I need you to hear me. Um, let's, let's negotiate the best ways to resolve our problems. Let's talk about the stuff that we don't talk about because it's so important and it's what's driving my behavior that may be negative. But I can't talk to you about it because I'm embarrassed because of societal norms because that's not what you think a man should be. So I have to act in a certain um, way or you that's not what a woman is. And so I have to behave in a certain way. Um, that's not how I expect this type of partner to be. And so because I have expectations surrounding about societal expectations about what you should look like, what you should be like, then you're afraid to disclose to me what your needs are. But then when we get to the fun and freaky, when we're talking with Dr. Greer, we're talking about, hey, you got to be authentic. It has to be that that attitude, that je said quoi, right? That Something you can, you know it's there, but you can't put your finger on it. It's something that's so special that only the two of you share. Nobody else get it. And if that's not being vulnerable, then what is? Because fun and freaky is about being me. It's about allowing you, not just being me, but allowing you to see me. How wonderful is that? That's amazing. So when we can connect with each other and on a, not just a, physical plane, but a spiritual plane. And I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about just connecting in a way that nobody else can get. It's only you and I. We're sharing on a level that only the two of you get. How beautiful is that? So if we want that future, right? We want that future together. We want that forever, ever after. Then we have to be vulnerable. We have to be patient. We have to be kind. We have to be self-aware. We have to know ourselves. We have to heal ourselves as well. Because we allow our past traumas and our past hurts to interfere with the beautiful thing that we're trying to create with each other. And if we're not af- if we're too afraid to call ourselves out on the things that are detrimental to building a healthy relationship with our partner then we're getting nowhere we have got to be honest with ourselves enough that when we are self-sabotaging we can call ourselves out on that because we all have baggage we all have our own history and trauma whether it's how we were raised our first love relationship the current relationship we all have our drama and trauma therefore we have baggage and it's all about how you package that baggage that's going to impact that relationship which um brings me actually to the second episode with dr tina um which is the process of forgiveness it is so key when we think about our hurts um Forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for us. it is so that we can set ourselves free. It is so that we can be ultimately who we were designed to be. But when we hold on to things and we're unable to forgive, then like I said and and uh, Dr. Tina and I shared is that you stop growing, and if you stop growing that relationship is bound to suffer. So, let's um let's switch gears and start looking at some of the other Fs that we didn't get that didn't get a chance to be the star of the F series. So, I think these ladies did a phenomenal job when we talked about the F series. And uh I want to take a quick break, but before I do so, I just want to mention a couple of things that I think that uh, the F series could have touched on, but did not touch on, in its entirety. When we're talking about Fs, one of the things is going to be friendships. I think friendships play a very key role, um, can be a very healthy role in our relationships. Flexibility, flexibility is vital to the to the survival and sustainability of our relationship. So the other one is fear. We talked a little bit about fear, but fear is so important. And then being a fool. um, And nobody wants to be a fool. So when we come back, let's explore those and maybe a few more like flirting. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to The Chase Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra B. And uh, I guess I'm gonna start with friendships. And so one of the things that when I think about friendships in relationships and and so I have mixed feelings um on some level because I I tell people all the time especially when relationships aren't going well I tell you know the couple to get people out of their ear I think it's really important that when things are not going well that the couple shut down and that's that's family and friends right get people out of your ear because nobody has to live your choice but you and so it's important that whatever choice you make is your choice and your choice alone that you're not making your decision to end or stay in your relationship based off of what your family and friends think. However, when we talk about friendships and relationships, I think that it's important because friendships can be or help you gauge the healthiness of your relationship right? couple of couple of things one, I think that sometimes it's a red flag when the person that you are involved with has no ability to maintain um, a strong friendship with anybody. So to me, that's a red flag. Um, It may not be for others, but to me, it's a red flag. Also, red flags is that if you become a different person when you are in a relationship Um, I mean, completely different, like your friends don't even recognize you. To me, that's another red flag. Um, The other thing that I would say is this. If your friends don't like your spouse or do not like uh, the partner that you have, you have to, and these are true friends, not fly by night friends, you have to look at that thoroughly and objectively and say, is there something to this? Are they seeing something that I'm blind to um, and should I evaluate this situation? And so, you know, I'm not asking you to take your friend's side automatically, but I'm asking you to be able to take some time and objectively look at what, what they may be seeing that you're not able to see because you're blinded by love, if you will. Uh, the other areas of friendship is that of what I call secret friendships, right? And that is friendships where your spouse or your partner is not fully aware that there's a friendship that exists. And and a lot of times that happens to be with opposite sex friendships. And to me, those kind of secret friendships um, are only a recipe for disaster. It's, it's, only a recipe for problems um getting involved with and and actually if you think about whether it's opposite sex or a negative influence friend that friend that encourages you to do things that are against your relationship commitment and your spouse knows this um so Uh, or your partner knows this, I think that those friends, that negative influence friends, they are a recipe for uh, problems later on. And so we have to thoroughly and objectively evaluate the value of those friendships in terms of your primary relationship. So just a few thoughts about that. So I didn't get a chance to talk about flirting, but I think flirting is also a very um, important topic. I think that one of the things when we talk about fun and freaky, but we also need to think about and fucking and fighting. We need to think about flirting. I think flirting is so I'm tired of saying vital and important. It's one of those things that I think that couples stop doing. Um, just like they stop dating when the love when they've made that connection or commitment, and I think that um, flirting is almost like foreplay, which we didn't talk about, but it is flirting is a form of foreplay, and it's really really important that you flirt with your spouse throughout the day. That keeps that relationship kind of you know spicy and interesting. Um, but when we stop seeing our partner as somebody that we can flirt with, um, then I think that we're missing out on the, the freebies, if you will, of our relationship. But then let's look at flirting on the flip side. How difficult is it to be with a partner that is a big flirt? Um, I know that most of my friends, we're in our 40s and 50s or approaching our 40, 40s and 50s and and life changes for us um, because society says that older women are no longer valued in the same way that we once were. Um, we're not sexy. We're not appealing. And so when we have a, a person that is flirtatious or um, we, it can, it can, strike a nerve in some of us and it's not about being insecure but it's about um, that shift and change as we grow in our relationships and so we got to think about those kind of intentional flirting that kind of flirting that can be detrimental to our relationships Um, i'm i'm a fan of flirting right i'm a fan i'm a fan of flirting with everybody if my spouse or partner can flirt with the 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 waitress and get us, uh, you know, a discount or a free basket or something. I'm good with that because as long as we're confident in what we do, and we know that it's about us, and we have an understanding, right? Then I'm good with that. But not everybody is good with that, and so that's one of those quality conversations that you have to have. So, flirting is, you know, a toss up. But I think that it was worthy of mentioning. Um. Uh, as a final thought for the F series. So give me your feedback because feedback, we ain't talk about that. I mean, I can go on and on and on forever and ever when we're talking about the Fs for the F series, but feedback is important. When we think about fucking and fighting, we talked a lot about feedback. We didn't say it, but that's what we were given. We were given our spouse feedback and that's so important When we're talking about growing with each other, because without feedback, how am I doing? I don't know how I'm doing. If you don't tell me how I'm doing, feedback is essential. The same thing that we talk about when we're seeing patients, they need feedback. We need to let them know when they're making progress. They need to let us know with when the homework we give isn't working. Feedback is important for growth. So I'm going to stop talking because my final thoughts would be more than the 30 minutes that I'm, (laughs) um, uh, the next one is flexibility. Flexibility, like I said, is vital and key, but I want to say this. You can't be the only one flexing. You can't be the only one bending. This has to be reciprocal. It has to be a two way thing. Um, if you're the only one bending, then again, I'm asking, you to do an evaluation objectively of the health and welfare of this relationship Um, because it doesn't sound healthy if you're the only one that has to bend Um, especially if you're bending to your breaking point because remember when we talked about fidelity um, with Dr. Tina one of the things she said is that once you accept something it's those consequences you have to live with them When you have compromised to the point of going against your own values, only the the person that the other person didn't compromise, they are still doing them. And you wouldn't want to compromise, especially if it's against your values. You have to look at am I changing and am I not liking the person that I am? So don't be so flexible that you've been to the point of breaking or that you don't come back your original shape so and we'll be right back welcome back to the chase lounge i'm your host Chandra B., and that kind of leads me to the next f and that's fool right um and one of the things that we talk about and, and one of the reasons why i put fear and fool kind of together is because i think that many of us fear being a fool so um we put up these walls so that we don't be made a fool of and then um you know the fear prevents us from experiencing um love that we deserve and we end up being hurt anyway so let's let's look at being a fool i have had many many couples especially uh those that are on the brink of divorce and um you know there's always this should I have sex with my my husband or my wife, you know, even though we're going through this divorce? And, and I feel like a fool because, you know, um, you know, should I do this? Should I not? And one of the things that uh, is hard for me, you know, there's sometimes when you do have to set limits and there's things. But if you're fighting for your marriage, if you're fighting for your relationship, at no point should you sacrifice your joy, which, you know, myself and Emily talked about. You should not sacrifice your joy, your peace of mind. Um, but at the same time, if it feels right, if it feels loving, this is a person that you love and plan to spend the rest of your life with How? What's wrong with being a fool for your spouse? What's wrong for being a fool for the person that you love? And so I, I make a distinction between being a fool for that person, Or being made a fool out of. Now if your spouse or your partner is making a fool out of you. They are serial cheaters and it's thrown in your face. They're making a fool out of you. But if your spouse made a mistake and had an indiscretion that the two of you are working through. Then that's not making a fool out of you. And it's okay to be a fool for your partner. I want y'all to to sit for a second and think through that. It's okay to be a fool for someone that you love. Because what being a fool means is that I'm allowing myself to be vulnerable. I'm allowing you to see me. I'm allowing you to touch a, a part of me that I'm not allowing anybody else in the world to touch. Because you mean that much to me. And it's okay. So go ahead and be a fool because when we are full for someone, if you will, we can reach that ultimate love that we're seeking. But when we build walls of fear and protection, then no one can penetrate. No one can penetrate. No one can get close to you. And then you come to my office and you You whine about not having this great, enduring love. And when I talk to you, you have so many walls. You don't just have uh, a sheetrock. You got metal walls. You got brick and mortar. Who's supposed to get through all of that? Okay, you've been hurt. Okay, so has everyone else in the world. At some point, you got to forgive yourself and move on. Because you cannot seek and receive love that's guarded. I'm just saying. Listen, don't listen. Heed, don't heed. But if you want true love, then you have to open yourself up to receive that. And if you're guarded, it's never going to happen. And fear, fear of being alone. Fear of not being beautiful enough. Fear of not being sexy enough. Fear of. Um, being old, not a good lover, whatever your fears are will either keep you in a bad relationship or prevent you from getting in a good one. I know this because I see it or I saw it all the time when I see patients. But you know it or you see it in someone that you care about. Love is something each and every one of us deserve. My thing is Go for it. Do it. Put yourself out there because that's the only way you're going to get it. You are worthy of love. Remember that. Each and every one of us is worthy of love. Don't be afraid. Tear down the walls. Open yourself up. Have quality conversation. Go online and date do whatever it is if you're single but if you're in a relationship then you're going to have to tear down some of those walls so that you can allow your partner to experience you the real you all right so those are my final thoughts and this is the finale for the f series um i thank you for your attention Um, I hope that you have found the series helpful and meaningful. Um, I hope that you share. I hope that you actually listen to it more than once. Because every time you listen to it, you may get something different than you got out of it the first time. And so I am humbled. I am grateful. And I look forward to your feedback. And so let's end this series with Corinthians 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not boast. Love is not proud. Love is not rude. Love is not selfish. Love is not easily angered. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth love always protects love always trusts. love always hopes love always perseveres because love never fails wow i mean just take any piece of that and if you think about how many times you allow your pride to um, interfere with your relationship Um, When you make decisions without considering your partner being selfish, when you get upset because it didn't go your way, when you throw up in each other's face all the wrongdoings of the past, Um, when you um, smile because they were hurt or they got theirs, when you think about all of those things. And if you're doing any of those negative things, then you have had some negative impact on your ability to love fully. How amazing uh, would love be if we could just heed those uh, that verse? Um, it would just be amazing. and But a lot of times we fall short. And it's okay because as many of the ladies that I spoke to would say that we're a work in progress and we got to do the work. So um, this is Chandra B. It has been a pleasure and an honor. Um, With that said, enjoy the F series over and over and over again. Always speak your truth. If you have a topic you would like to hear discussed on a future episode of the podcast, please email me at stormcommunications2019 at gmail.com. If you like what you're hearing and want more tips on healthy relationships, or you just want to stay up to date on future events and episodes, please subscribe to the newsletter by clicking on the link in the show notes. Finally, I want to hear from you. So please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or via my website on stormcommunicationsenconsulting dot com. And remember, always speak your truth.